Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. So what's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 60, yeah baby, 6-0. That is right. Man, I am so per, super excited about this. And I'm doing this episode one take. Yes, one take. It's going to be me, Tyler McCart, raw. Raw. I don't know what that means, but we're not going to we're not going to edit a whole lot tonight cuz I'm doing this actually on Monday night. <laughs> Monday night. It is 10:18 p.m. and I'm sitting here doing this episode with you guys and obviously I am super excited to be able to do this episode and an honor that you would even consider coming over and listening to it. And I do appreciate it. And for anybody that is the first time actually listening to the Success Edge uh, for the Marketplace Christian, I just want to tell you, welcome. Welcome to the Success Edge, you know, where we're actually all about giving you stories, giving you examples, giving you scripture, you know, giving you real world experience from interviews and even from my own experience you know, to help you take your game to the next level. That is what we're all about here. You know, the reason actually I started the Success Edge podcast was because I was frustrated. I was frustrated because I there was not a podcast or there was not a resource out there for Christians in the marketplace to reach out to. And there might be, you know, I actually, as I've kind of went down this road and, you know, kind of got out there a little bit more in the community, I have found that there is you know, things out there, uh, different organizations that are out there that are Christian based organizations that do help the business Christian or the Christian professional, ever how you want to call it. So I decided to do the podcast because I just wanted to stop complaining. How about that? (laughs) I just said, you know what, instead of me, you know, complaining about it, let's actually become a part of the solution. You know, that's one of the things that I learned from one of my mentors, uh, Doug and Amy, uh, is that, you know, instead of sitting there complaining about your problems, why don't you actually become solution minded and actually, you know, create the solution, you become the solution to your problems. And that was the big thing for me is that I would go into, you know, Barnes and Nobles, or I'd go into a Christian bookstore, and go and look and man, there was nothing, nada, Nothing on the shelf for anybody that was an entrepreneur or in sales or anything like that for a Christian. And man, it would frustrate the heck out of me. And I would read all this awesome content from all these people that, you know, were Christians maybe, but they really weren't bold about it. They didn't talk about how the Holy Spirit might work with you or maybe how the Holy Spirit might, you know, interact with you or lead you in a certain direction. You know, I I know that there are some definitely some people that do do that, but maybe not at the level which I was looking for. And that is okay. But it was just me. So I'm just telling you my heart kind of where I was at, you know, with that. So let's kind of jump into this guys. Right place, right times. Okay. Episode 60. You know, you can go to the show notes, uh, the success edge, 
Biz backslash 60. And I want to talk to you guys about Right Place, Right Time. Because I just got done reading a book. It's a very short book. It's, uh, the author of the book is called, his name is Joseph Prince. You know, probably a lot of you guys might have heard of him. Maybe some of you guys haven't heard of him. But quite honestly, he's a phenomenal minister. Okay? And I really enjoy his message that he has out there. And it really has impacted my life. And he goes into talking about the right place at the right time. That God has your back. That God is orchestrating your steps along the way. And he kind of kicks it off. And by the way, that book, guys, I got it on iBooks. And it was like nine nine bucks or something like that. And I mean, it was maybe 40 pages, honestly. But it just had some really great content in it that I wanted to share with you guys that I can definitely see in my life. Uh, because, you know, here I am, I'm 36 years young and I have, God has definitely been a part of my life. I mean, I, I just, all I can say, I mean, I can't take credit for all the things that God's done. All I can say is that I have followed the voice of the Holy Spirit as the best I can, you know, for the last 20 something years. And it hasn't been perfect. No, has it been easy? No, but man, has it been an adventure and has it been a, a faith walk? Absolutely. And that is exactly what we need to learn to do as Christians in the marketplace to live that adventure by faith. And you can actually go to this to the word with this whole thing of being at the right place at the right time, because if you are led of the Holy Spirit, you will always be at the right place at the right time because your steps are ordered the Lord. That is one of the things I confess all the time in my, you know, quiet time in the morning that I always say, I immediately respond to the guidance of the Holy Spirit within me. I'm always at the right place at the right time at the right moment because my steps are ordered of the Lord. And that is a fact because it's scriptural. It's scriptural. It's actually, you know, it's found many, many places in Proverbs. It's found that it actually talks about your steps being ordered of the Lord. In Psalms, it talks about that. So there's many places that actually talks about. But here's the thing. Let's talk about this. Let's jump into this, uh, you know, what I kind of gathered from this book and actually how it pertained to my life. So Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11, basically is Solomon, King Solomon, at the end of his life. Now, a lot of you guys know that uh, King Solomon was the wisest man in the world. He was also the richest man in the world. and But along the way, he kind of lost his way. He kind of fell off the wagon. And that's okay, he fell off the wagon, but you know, the bottom line is he got back on the wagon. He kind of came to a senses towards the end of his life and said, you know, man, it's really all about God. And, you know, this whole entire thing is meaningless. You know, it's a chasing the wind, he said. Now, one of the one of the scriptures that he points out or actually cites in there is Ephesians chapter 9, verse 11. And I'm going to read it. It says, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happen to them all. Now, Oh man, there's a lot of ways I could go with all this, but man, it is, this is so chock full of good stuff of what, you know, you know, Solomon is talking about right in here that you can go to all the success seminars that you want to go to. 
You can try to prepare yourself the best you can. You can try to, you know, read the most books you possibly can. You can try to, and I'm not saying any of this is not important, okay? Reading books, I mean, it is very important. Going to successful seminars is very important because, you know, one of the things I've realized is that you definitely need to better yourself. You definitely need to make yourself better. But at the end of the day, it's not about your ability. It's not about how, how smart you are. It's not about how wise you are. All right. Because time and chance happen to the, to us all. Now, what does that mean? What does that mean? Great question. Glad you asked. So if you are actually a Christian and you listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit, I got good news for you. You can know without a shadow of a doubt that if you listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit and you are a child of the Most High God and blood washed and bought, that you can be led by God through the desires of your heart because he's given you a new heart and you can be led of that. And you can be at the right place at the right time. Now, here's the thing. The word uh, time and chance happens. That is the Hebrew word, eth. And I I'm, think I'm saying that right, but it's E-T-H. Eth. And the word eth in the Hebrew is timing. All right? Timing. Now, whenever a word is mentioned in the Bible, you one of the things that I've learned over the years is, is that you want to go back and find the first mention of that word. Where is the first mention of eth? And the first mention of eth of timing is actually in the story of Noah. Now, real quick, I'm going to give you the story of Noah real quick. Now, the story of Noah basically was, you know, the four, the 40, um, you know, the, the waters and all that stuff come in the, you know, the floodgates opened up and basically destroyed the earth. And Noah had the boat and pretty much, you know, Noah and his family, you know, were the last people on earth. And of course they were the last people on earth. But the deal is, is that the waters had started receding and Noah sent out a raven. The raven didn't come back because he was a scavenger bird. Then Noah released a dove. Okay. The dove went out, came back, didn't bring anything back. He released it, I believe, again, I think seven days later. I'm not sure exactly the timing and everything, so don't get upset with me if I'm getting a little bit of this inaccurate. But anyway, re-released the dove to go back out again, and the dove comes back with an olive branch. And the interesting thing about that in Genesis, it says the dove came back at evening time. And there's the first mention of the word eth or timing in the Hebrew. And it is extremely important that the dove came back at evening to let Noah and his family, that the timing was right to leave the ark, to go out and start to, you know, you know, what deboard, <laughs> deboard the ark and get all the animals and everything out of there. But one of the key things that I want you to see, guys, is the dove. You know, there are types and shadows in the Old Testament or representations of, you know, things in the Old Testament that obviously foreshadowed into the New Testament. And the dove always represented the Holy Spirit. And I want to read this to you. You know, that notice that 
at the first mention of the timing or right timing has to do with the Holy Spirit represented by the dove. What does this mean? It means that the Holy Spirit who orchestrates the right timing in our daily lives, it is the Holy Spirit who places us at the right place at the right time. It is the Holy Spirit who causes us to experience divine appointments or God appointments. It is, and by the, this is what I'm reading from my notes, it is the Holy Spirit who causes us to prosper. It is has nothing to do with how smart we are or how much ability we have. Only the Holy Spirit can put you at the right place at the right time to cause you to prosper. And the thing is, is Solomon knew this. Solomon, you know, became so wise and so, you know, everything that, but he realized that at the end of the day, it all was just based upon, you know, being at the right place at the right time to enjoy the favor of the Lord. And I know for me personally, I can cite many of instances in my own life where that I was at the right place at the right time. And I'll give you a, for instance, you know, how I have my outside sales job right now is all because of being at the right place at the right time. And the story goes like this, that I actually was, um, I decided to resign from a job that I had here in Columbia. Okay. I was actually doing staffing at the time. And so I resigned from that. Well, in me resigning from that job, I was obviously the next day I was out of work. It was actually on a Friday. I resigned. So Saturday and Sunday, you know, I'm just kind of doing my sales and marketing business that I have, you know, during the weekend. And then on Monday, I'm like, okay, (laughs) my job is to find a job. Well, I'm sitting there, I wake up that morning and I just feel this sense inside of me to go over to the Panera Bread across town. And that Panera Bread, you know, there was one nearby my house, but the one that I was thinking about was actually about 25 to 30 minutes away. Well, I just had this strong sense inside of me that I needed to go over there and have my quiet time, read my Bible. Well, I wake up, I kind of uh, get going, I leave, the, I leave the place, leave our house at about 8.30, and I get over there to Panera Bread at about, yeah, I say about a little after 9. And as I'm walking in, I see this gentleman that was in a suit look over at me, and he looks at me kind of funny, almost like he knew me. And then there was another gentleman that, you know, he wasn't in a suit, you know, but they were going over some, you know, paperwork it looked like across the way. And, you know, so I went over to the other side of the restaurant, Panera, sat down, got me a cup of coffee and uh, maybe a bagel or something like that, sat down and popped up in my Bible. Well, the guy that was in the suit comes walking by me and says, hey, man, do I know you? And I'm like, "Uh, dude, never seen you before. And he said, well, I said, and I asked him, I said, well, where do you work? He said, well, I actually just got hired by this you know, office supply company. And he gave the name of it. And all of a sudden I'm like, holy Toledo, Batman, you know, this guy, this, and I said, Hey, I said, I asked the guy, I said, Hey, is that dude over there? Such and such. And the gentleman said, yeah, that's actually the gentleman that's hired me right now. And literally I knew that 
I was in the right place at the right time, guys. I stood up. I walked right over to that gentleman. He was the district sales manager at the time for Office Depot, the company I work for today. And I stuck my hand out to Bill Crockett. And I said, Bill, you don't know me, but I've been sending people to you because of my staffing gig that I had. And you didn't hire any of them. But you know what? Are you still looking for uh, salespeople? (laughs) And he kind of looked at me funny and said, yeah, actually I am. And I said, Bill, I'd love to love to give you my resume. Love to you know interview with you if you're still looking. And Bill Crockett said, "Yeah, let's go have lunch." Maybe uh, two days later, I'm having lunch with Bill Crockett, and the next thing I know, a week later, I'm in Charlotte being interviewed by another guy. And then uh, I think it was like maybe another week later, I'm getting my offer letter to be hired by the company I work for today for the last eight or nine years, whatever it is now that I've worked for Office Depot. Right place, right time. All because I was led of the Holy Spirit. Okay? Now, we have the ability, gang, okay, to trust our hearts. That God will actually place inside of you the right desires to lead you to places. That's why it says, you know, and go and read in Philippians two thirteen. If you read that in the Amplified, that God's the one that places those desires for His good works and His good pleasure. He's the one that places those desires in you. So if you feel a leading, a pulling, that's why I've always said, you know, and you've heard me say it on many, many occasions, that you know, one of the ways that you can sense from the Holy Spirit is that the Holy Spirit leads. He pulls. He's a gentleman. He is not trying to push or pressure. Pressure and pushing are from the enemy. If you ever feel like you're being pushed or pressured, stop. Don't pass go, right? You are being enticed by the enemy. Case closed, all right? Case closed. But you can actually trust your heart because God says right here in Romans chapter 5, you know, verse 5, it says God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has given has been given to us, right? I mean, you've got the love of God poured inside of you guys. You need to trust that. Don't, you know, don't condemn yourself and think that you've got a wicked heart. God said he put a new species inside of you, a new creation in Christ Jesus. Let me give you another story. This one actually got me really excited. So you might know it, you might not know it. That's okay. But second, uh, second Kings chapter four talks about a Shudamite woman, right? That actually built an apartment on the side of her home for the man of God. All right. And his name was Elisha. And so Elisha would come by and have a place to stay while he was traveling. And he really appreciated that. And then he went to his, his Elisha went to his, uh, servant Gehazi and said, hey, Gehazi, you know, what's this woman lacking? What is her husband and woman, you know, wife lacking? And obviously they were wealthy, but Gehazi said, well, they don't have a child. And they really, really do want a child. So Gehazi says that to Elisha. And Elisha turns around and says, well, go tell, them, go tell the man and woman that they will have a child this time next year. So lo and behold, sure enough, it comes to pass. They have a child. Well, flash forward a couple years later, the child's maybe in his, you know, he's nine or 10 or 11 or 12 years old, somewhere in there. 
He goes out to the field to work with his dad. Supposedly, he has a heat stroke. Well, he actually comes back to the house and he dies in his mother's arms. Well, flash forward, uh, Elisha raises this boy from the dead. Okay? Now, here's right place, right time. <laughs> I never even saw this until until I, I read that in Joseph Prince's book. But man, dude, I got excited when I saw this. This is right place, right time, guys. So in Second Kings chapter 8, Elisha tells the woman and her son and the husband to go to a other to another country because there's going to be a famine in the land for the next seven years. He tells them this. All right. He says, go, go to the land. So the, the wife, I mean the woman and her son and the husband or whatever, leave and go to a different country. Okay. Seven years pass. They come back. Now watch right timing. And this is actually in second Kings chapter eight. (laughs) She's coming back and finds that there are people that have taken her land. And she's actually going to, she's literally, she is, she's going to the king herself and request a case be brought against these people to bring back to her land for her land to be given back to her. Now watch this at just the right timing. Gehazi, the servant of Elisha, is at the king's palace, and the king asks Gehazi to tell him some stories about Elisha. And Gehazi winds up telling the king the story of the boy being raised from the dead by Elisha for this woman. And guess who walks up at the right place, the right time, ladies and gentlemen? Yes, the Shudamite woman. And the king, the the Gehazi says, and there she is. (laughs) There's the woman right there, king. And the king turns to the woman and says, is this true? And she says, it's true. And literally the king turns to her and says, well, he turns to one of his officials actually and says, Hey, homeboy, go over here. You're assigned to this woman's case, restore back to her, her land and any kind of wealth or riches that need to be restored back to her. Make it so with it that she might've lost within the last seven years. Hello, <laughs> dude, is that not awesome or what? Is that not following the man of God's advice? And being at the right place at the right time, guys, I'm telling you, there is something to say for being at the right place. It's, you can't think this stuff up. You can't dream it up. You can only be at the right place at the right time when your steps are ordered to the Lord. I mean, that's what God says. You know, I mean, you can go to all the seminars. You can go to all the time management stuff. You can go to, you know, all the life planning stuff. I mean, I can know I can plan my own day out as best I can. But you know what? God orders my steps. That's what it says in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 9. 
It says a man might plan his own, his plan his way, but the Lord orders his steps. And you know, the cool thing guys is this right here is that you will actually not experience negative situations by listening to the Holy Spirit. My pastor shared a, uh, a quick testimony about how that, you know, he would pulled up to a red light. This was late at night. You know, uh, the, there wasn't any lights on the street at the time, but it was at this red light. There was a car parked. I mean, we pulled up to the red light and he and this other car were kind of almost, you know, side by side, but the Holy Spirit, you know, said to my pastor, Hey, don't pull up beside this car. So that my pastor actually stopped about two car lengths from this car. The gentleman gets out of his car. All right. Starts acting like there's something wrong, but all of a sudden the pat, my pastor sees another gentleman over in the bushes on the left-hand side coming out of the bushes towards the car. And they both were coming towards his car. My pastor can backs up and then takes off down the road. Well, if he hadn't have listened to the Holy spirit, Okay, because the the Holy Spirit said, do not pull up next to that car. And he didn't talk about right place, right time. Right. I mean, these are things, guys, that because God's not the author of bad situations in your life. All right. He's not going to lead you into any bad situations. But he's going to lead you in. That's what it says. I mean, just (laughs) go, go and read. You know, uh, Psalms chapter 23, it says he's going to take you through the valley of the shadow of death. It says he prepares a table in the presence of your enemies. I mean, you are going to be at peace. You're not, you, it says in Psalms chapter 91, it says, you know, you might see 10,000 at your right hand and a, whatever, a thousand at your left hand, but it shall not come near you because you're going to be at the right place at the right time. Gang, I, I'm just being straight up with you that, you know, the right place, right time. I mean, I could talk, you know, hours about this. You know, I mean, I was just thinking about Amber Campbell, our last guest we had on here, how that she came to Coastal Carolina University at the right place at the right time because, man, she could have went to any big name school, any to any SEC school, any ACC school. But it came. she came to Coastal Carolina University. Why? Right place, right time. There was some things going on at, at Coastal during the time that I was there as a hammer thrower that weren't being found anywhere else in the country. And Amber was drawn to that. And you can ask Amber. She'd say, absolutely. I know she would. So SEC, Success as Community, know this, that by you being led of the Lord, it's going to be an adventure, number one. Number two is going to be by faith. Number three, which is the good part, and there's always everything everything about it is the good part, that you will be the right place at the right time because your steps are ordered to the Lord. Okay? Believe that. So, I'm done, guys. Next week, episode 61, will be Mr. Marcus Collius. Yeah. Man, Marcus is from Canada. He has got a um, a vitamin supplement company that is phenomenal for athletes and also for people that are uh, looking to lose weight and so forth. And I know that you're going to enjoy his episode. He's got a heart for God, 
and made a powerful story about how he is taking his business with God and actually putting God as the CEO of his business. It's a great, great story. Looking forward to having you guys. We will catch you guys on the flip side. If you feel inspired to take your God-given skills to the next level, download our free report called The Five Tools That Every Marketplace Christian Needs to Crush It in Their Career. God loves when we use the abilities He's blessed us with to do amazing work in the marketplace. So download your report by visiting the successedge.biz slash tools right now. And we'll see you on the next episode of The Success Edge.